Previously on Coming Out of the Cosmic Closet. So she could actually sit at this thing by herself with her hand on this kind of plastic disc. Wow. Like she started it obviously with a friend, but it was just whipping around like and would spell out, you know, all this kind of spirit dictation. Literally, as I wrote about that third line, I just suddenly felt really weird and I was like, oh my God, it's happening to, I think it's happening to me. We walked back into that room and just get knocked to the floor. Like just walking yeah. and be like, Ugh, like yeah. crazy robot would be like, <laughs> down on the ground like, <laughs> with, with how much energy there was. Everyone has a special gift. Mine, the circle of light. They speak through me and they're here to assist the planet's evolution to a more enlightened space. And for some reason they chose me, a raunchy comedian, to be their vessel. I used to be secretive about my ability, but now it's time to come out of the cosmic closet and you should too. My name is Georgia Jean and these are my crazy stories. Before I opened up, I was totally <laughs> taken by a couple of uh, sort of charlatan beachside psychics. I was really like, you know, buying sheets, candles. I mean, in the end, we just realized she was probably like furnishing her trailer out in, oh <laughs> in the desert. Stuff, you know? Hey there, willing travelers down the rabbit hole. Welcome back to Coming Out of the Cosmic Closet. I am Georgia Jean from CircleEvolution.com. And this is my lovely co-host, Melissa from The Mars Lab. Good. And I want to remind everybody listening out there is don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Subscribe, subscribe. rate, tell review, everyone you know. tell everyone you know, even if they're not into it. Maybe you want to help some people's brains expand, yeah. open their minds a little. Maybe if you've got a little bit of a cosmic skill weirdness and it's hard for you to just come out and say, hey, I hear dead people or hey, I've, you know, Got this, that, and the other. You can just yeah. slide this, slide this podcast. Go and go. Hey, it's a conversation look, starter. It's a conversation yeah, starter. So, what did you like about it? Yeah, and or oh. like, look, they, these people have these abilities. I'm not the only one. I tell you, actually, in my dating life, <laughs> which we will get into more, that the TV show Sensei mm -hmm. has been very helpful for me to mm -hmm. sort of explain to people. Be just in general, people who I don't really know how to open-minded they are or they just can't understand having energy connections and things like that, I can say, well, you can watch that show Sensei and then you'll have a little bit of an idea of why I can feel things that are going on yeah, on the other side of the great. planet or yeah. I'm like. Sense8 on Netflix. Sense8 on Netflix. Praise be to the Wachowski siblings for all they've done. I don't know who that is. The Makers of the Matrix okay. and Sense8 and <laughs> I told you I Cloud just watched Atlas. The Matrix for the first time like two weeks ago. Oh, so good. I know. So good. They're pretty out there, uh, the siblings, mm -hmm. but I don't know if they really speak openly about having 
spiritual or multi-dimensional events because they're movies and uh sensei i mean i watch those things and i'm like oh my god they're they are they are really in a entertainment way addressing what is all this information that i receive about about what's going on with the planet you know i think in sensei you've got these people who are sort of hybrids yeah. of sort of a different, little bit of a different consciousness, which is where we're going to get into all of that, like all our little star seeds and crystal kids and all that sort of thing that we're, you know, kind of a blended kind of energetic ethnicity in a way, not just, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. just not just straight up human consciousness, but that's getting pretty down the rabbit <laughs> hole to just open up today. So, well, you know, but Sensei's a great show. I'm so grateful for these these big shows and movies and people who are putting stuff out there that's really helping to stretch people's minds and uh, hopefully this will be a little, little bit of a part of it. Yeah. So help more people come out of the cosmic closet and not be afraid to say, yeah, I channel spirits or, yeah, I have the dead people come or, yeah, I whatever it is, like, yeah have crystal vortexes open up in my nostrils i don't know everybody's got different <laughs> things True. going on. wouldn't that be great to have a powerful nasal crystal vortex and just i don't know i don't know what it would do but i don't either i think there's more practical like uses <laughs> okay so assuming everyone has listened to episode one already mm. that was you know your well, the, the circle's coming out. Yeah, the you. circle's coming out. 15 yeah. years ago. Mm -hmm. So 15 years ago to now, mm -hmm. tell me what you've been doing mm. and to, you know, what brought you to do this podcast? Two questions. Right. I know. Yeah. Well, honestly, because when the circle came through and they were really like, boom, you're going to reach millions of people and you're going to do all this stuff and when you have, um, you know, when you're opening up and you're becoming a channel for something, a big part of the job that you have is that you, you have to clear your filters. You have to clear your mind's kind of projection on this energy. Sure. And that's why doing self-healing work really is probably the most important part of doing this work. And I think part of what gives my industry a bad reputation is there's people out there who've got energy skills and abilities, but they haven't really addressed their own ego and they haven't really healed things. And so they get, you know, they get distortions or they're, they're actually kind of manipulating their energies. Like, you know, one, you know, again, before I opened up, I was totally <laughs> taken by a couple of uh, sort of charlatan, beachside psychics you know the psychics down at venice oh, beach and stuff like that and sure. you know you have them in new york, new york and you have all these yeah. you know these people who are you know they 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 kind of lure you in with like a five dollar palm reading yeah. and then or then they see a, a how cheap, glow your eyes are yeah and they're like oh and there's like i had this lady <laughs> could totally go i was tracked with this lady um down at venice beach and she she did have some abilities, yeah. right? And look, I I don't want to say this woman was out of integrity because I I don't know, mm. she was she was a sort of Venice Beach psychic, and but she kind of she read a couple of things correctly about me, 
And no doubt it was probably about some dude or whatever as usual. But, um, yes, I go to psychics too. <laughs> I'm not perfect. That's, that's no love life. So, no, but this is before my event, right? So she, um, yeah, so she read something pretty accurately and then she was like, come and, and uh, she was like, we can do some energy work. And I'm going to build like a, a crystal wand and then take it out to my my trailer in the desert and do a ritual for you and then that will bring you with this person <laughs> and then it'll be like $300. Yeah, it'll only cost. <laughs> it'll cost. Yeah. And then she'd be like, you need, um, uh, you have to bring me a set of purple sheets because I because you and your best friend are too close and I have to cut the sheets so you can separate from from her and then but you know create the new you know cosmic love bed with you know this person or whatever it was I can't remember it should be like and, and along with the sheets I'm gonna need four hundred dollars you know <laughs> or, or it was like something about my career and I totally got sucked I was really like you know buying sheets candles I mean in the end we just realized she was probably like furnishing her trailer out in, oh in the desert yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Do just fine. But she read me right, and look, I know the you know the kind of they have like a, the psychic mobster rings in uh, in New York where they have a pretty big kind of uh, they have a system, you know, same thing. Put bring you in with a five dollar hand reading, then the next thing you're finding about the curse of you know Tutankhamun's you know <laughs> like toenail jam. And that you've got to clear that for, and it just they keep building up the money like wow. five thousand. You know, it's like kind of a oh, py pyramid wow. scheme of, of belief because you're putting your yeah. faith in this. And I, and I remember that the lady had um, given me a bag of crystals, <laughs> and not crystals like nice crystals that we're into, but like bath crystals or something like these blue bath. <laughs> Yeah, some cheap bag of Bed Bath and Beyond bath crystals or whatever. I've been like, you know, you're gonna take these bath crystals take these they weren't crystals they were magic crystals you know take these and burn three of them and do something and then you know obviously like some entity or something that I had got bad going on my, my curse would lift or whatever and um and it was when I was using the blue bath salt <laughs> I'm in my yeah. bedroom right yeah. <laughs> you know and, and because you already have kind of like invested a bit with someone yeah then people have a hard time stepping back, you know, mm. and that's why in New York or in other places, you know, people get like spend, people have been busted for like taking people for like fifty, a hundred thousand oh, dollars wow. on this kind of these schemes, yeah. these like pyramid, cosmic psychic pyramid scheme, you know. So, and the more you've invested, the more then you've got to go. Oh, oh my god, I just got taken. I'm going to stop. Like, where do you go? So. So that experience, yeah, I was using the crystals, the bath crystals, and I was like, I, I don't really think this is, yeah, I don't, I don't think this is real. Yeah. You know? So, but when, so when I had my, it, but one thing, a couple of things that came out of that. So here's here's where I want to put, put a caveat on being really cynical about that. That lady was, she did show me, she did introduce this idea to me that I didn't have before that things could be worked energetically in some way. Mm. Like I had had the, I had done the past life regression stuff and, you know, I'd had a bit, of, but I was still pretty much like basic, you know, your five physical senses kind of gal. Mm -hmm. um, and it sort of introduced this idea that, that 
that you, that you could move energy in some way beyond like a, just my physical actions of, you know, performing or, my, or of, uh, you know, of working and performing could kind of create my reality. So I think in a weird way there was something helpful that it did open my mind but it was just a bit, just a little bit conny feeling. Yeah. And so that always, for me, because I was a, you know, broke-ass comic that was a lot of money for me and that yeah. gave me a very big sense of I I feel like ethics about how I work with people mm-hmm. and how much I charge and what I recommend to because actually honestly even when I first moved to LA like one of my first jobs desperate was I worked on Miss Cleo's hotline <sighs> yeah uh-huh. <laughs> and legitimately and there's there's a lot of people who do online psychic work now uh-huh. And I think they're legitimate. Like I, I actually work with a guy in Brazil when I need to get some energy work done. He lives in Brazil and I met him on, I was doing, yeah, I was doing a dial of psychic reading. Oh, yeah, okay. So, but I met this guy and I could feel straight away his energy was legitimate because yeah. like, I'm energy sensitive now. So I could I could tell it was legit and now, and, and I've worked with him for years actually. So I don't want to disparage uh all psychics or all yeah. people who are working in the kind of energy field who use these kind of modern technology ways, there's definitely legitimate people, people who are skilled using these things. Um, I don't think it's the best way to work by any stretch of the imagination, but, it, you know, you they're you valid. I've worked on them now as well. But when I first moved to L.A., yeah. and I could read the tarot cards, yeah. right, I wasn't, but I, I could read the tarot cards and I got a job working on the Miss, <laughs> Miss Cleo's hotline and they were straight up, you showed up there and they were straight up, just keep them on the phone for as long as you can, yeah. you know, tell them they've got a curse, tell them there's a, a black, you know, dark cloud yes. hanging over them yeah. and they need this thing and just keep, Stretch and they were charging, out. you know, yeah, at, you know, three, at that time it was, yeah, this is like, so, you know, around 2000 or whatever, it was like, Two, three, four dollars a minute, which actually oh. isn't much these days for that kind of call. Wow. But in those days, it was a lot. Yeah, a minute is nothing. A minute is nothing, and people would just call up desperate. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, I'm, they were so desperate, mm-hmm. and I would legitimately try and read, and I'm like shuffling my cards and and trying to read you know based on the cards, which I could do. Like I had been reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you don't have to be woo-woo energetic to be able to read and interpret tarot cards but I just felt so bad for these people and I just I really and I still dislike working that way Um, I'd much rather do session-based work and and my recommendation to people is that if you are reaching out into this world and you want to do energy work or do um you know, go to a psychic or start to open up, like if you're not, particularly if you're not energy sense or whatever, do your research. It's like there's good lawyers and there's bad lawyers. Sure. It doesn't mean that, yeah. that law is terrible. Yeah. And, again, so then I want to bring a real discussion to, because more and more people are developing these skills and these abilities, that it is, a, in many ways, it's a trade and a practice. Yeah. And if you develop an ability, then, and if you're go, especially if you're going to work in it, it is your um, 
you know, by integrity, you have to work your trade, you know. You can't just be like, hey, yeah, I'm a doctor now. I got this great Halloween costume and (laughs) it says Dr. Feelgood right here and (laughs) ready to give some exams. Yes. You have to, you you know, you have to work work your craft. So think of it like like a musician, like language. And and actually very much it, it is like learning a new language. You have to train your brain to now interpret non-physical mm. um signals like signals yeah. that are that are that are generally considered outside the range of the normal people's like hearing or seeing you know senses yeah. yeah um you know just because you can't mm. pick up an interpretive frequency doesn't mean it isn't there because yeah. you you can't hear a dog whistle and that doesn't mean that that isn't there like right. you, you know yeah you can see a dog respond to a dog whistle and go oh well there's a response but you don't what? speak that language. Huh? But you don't speak that language. But you don't speak so, that yeah. language. You know, mm-hmm. so just because you can't hear it doesn't mean the dog's not hearing it. So, but what, you know, we've got to work with our dog whistles and and get better. And and I really like to work with people regularly. Like I do do, I do do readings. <laughs> I do do, do do do. Did you just say do do? Just getting a bit too mature then for a second. I, I'm glad you addressed I, oops, sorry. I keep knocking the theme of Jiggy. So no, I do, I do, do. <laughs> we know. <laughs> no. I execute tarot readings for people because I realize for some people that I call it like the, the tarot reading is the gateway drug. It's mm. where they're at. It's what they're ready for. And if, if they can come to me for a tarot reading and I can in that reading you know, impart some of the wisdom stuff that I've got from the circle because maybe they're not ready to hear this whole like mega rabbit hole sure. kind of, hey, we're going to bend your matrix and this. But if I can just take some of that and, and give someone a 15-minute tarot reading, and, in fact, I keep in Brooklyn where I used to live, I keep my, I hope I don't get in trouble with Google Maps, but I, I keep my old business address there because I get a lot of low-income people mm. Um, who are looking for guidance and like they're ne- they're probably not going to be able to afford to come to the circle, do a session with the circle, which mm-hmm. just by its nature because they can't do that many of them costs more. Mm-hmm. But they can, you know, if they can afford a fifteen dollar uh, sorry fifteen minute tarot reading, which isn't that much, then I can kind of bring the energy to them and and help to like open things up for them a little bit and I've you know you struggle a lot with like a person I do because I had those experiences of really being ripped off like how do I Mm -hmm. well get not ripped off but sort of kind of little broom broom you know and there's no guarantees in this business and I'm very you know honest about that because I also work with people who have a lot of chronic illnesses and stuff like mm-hmm. that, which is one of the specialties that I work. And when people come with me to me and they've got like, you know, late stage cancer, I'm I'm not going to say we're going to cure you. I'm going to say we're going to be with you on this journey and help optimise this to make it, you know, as um, a journey of growth and to make it easier on some level. It could be mentally, it could be emotionally, and it can definitely be physically. Like we do get physical results. But I would never go, yeah, you know, with something that that is that serious. Um, 
and not, you know, be like, yeah, I'm going to cure you and keep, you know, keep throwing the cash at me and, yeah. and like, oh, so we've got it. Yeah. <laughs> so having ethics in the, in the business. So yeah. I, I really recommend that people go and um, get referrals, mm-hmm. get referrals from people like who do, who, who do you, you know, when someone's had a good reading or, you know, you can't even do the little dial of psychic things and you can find usually that there are some people who obviously are the real deal mm-hmm. and then, you know, maybe build a relationship with that person. But I think there's something about building the relationship. And I personally, because, yes, I do the little readings because it's a sort of it's a beginning point for people and maybe that's the only point. Mm. But when we're really doing the work, I want to um, transition people into it's more of a therapeutic relationship. Like nobody goes to a to a therapist once and goes, okay, ch- childhood wounds be yeah, gone, you know, it. and have yeah. that expect expectation. Right. And so um, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, relationship building is part of it. So in terms of building um, the skill set to work with people and building the trust, and building and and doing your inner work that you are really clear of your filters, you know, mm-hmm. um, and so you can hold a neutral space for people. That's a really big thing because if somebody comes in and they've got uh, a, a story that might be hitting some of your your buttons, and energetically, if you you can't hold a kind of neutral space, yeah, right, and suddenly like whatever, like just daddy issues daddy issues whatever it's like like leave that guy and it's got nothing to do with like something that's happening to you or whatever that you have to keep working to clear the filters and become so so when you're looking at i also recommend that anyone who's doing this energy work that if you're paying for something if you're paying you know a, a reasonable amount for it that you're working in either in person with them you know, that you're actually having a service. Like, but just be aware if someone's like, give me $800, mm-hmm. I'm going to remove the curse. I've got, you know, I need to buy, a, you know, a toothbrush and a golden, you know, cheese stick. I don't know if so I'm yeah. going to also, you know, need another $200 in supply money. Yeah. Like be, work with people who, who are working with you. And and if there's like I have on my website, I have recordings of the circle, mm-hmm. you know. But that's kind of like a tangible, you know. Anything that isn't working with me is still a very kind of tangible product, if that makes oh, sense. I see what you're saying. Yeah, because yeah. there are people out there who who sell do attunement things, and they're yeah. like recorded attunements. And I know that recordings hold frequencies in them. I know that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Um, even this has got frequencies in it, you know, so, but no, so, so, but just that, like, that is something to really think about if you, yeah. if, if you move, because often too, when people start getting drawn to this world, mm-hmm. they do start going for readings. They do yeah. start being drawn to energetic things. And some of those early experiences can really shape how the integrity of, of maybe how you'll develop and also how you consider your approach as a business, as a person, because I am a person that does this as a business, Mm -hmm. which I actually think avoids a lot of the weird space that you can get into with, um, you know, I charge specific prices. I'm very like, you can, you can do this or not do this. There's none of that, like, 
structure, that kind of culty kind of structure around it that is also, I think we'll have to talk about that another day, yeah. So referrals are good, in fact, and when you asked about how did um, did this podcast came around, so, you know, when the beings were coming through, they were like, you're going to reach millions of people, and so one of the filters I had to look at was, am am I really going to reach millions of people, or is that still me as a stand-up wanting to oh. be in the spotlight and reach millions of people. Yeah, and, and like you didn't know how to interpret that? I didn't know how to interpret it and yeah. if that was really the case. And then as I have progressed along the journey, honestly, it's a very humbling journey. You go through a lot of spiritual initiations to stay in integrity right. each you're time. You're still working on yourself. You're still working on yourself. And and, and I don't want to say you're being tested, but mm. but if there is something out of alignment in your ego, as you're bringing higher and higher frequencies coming in, that stuff shows up real fast and it's just, you know, it's like Vesuvius and and some of it's your personal stuff but as you're actually kind of going into like these different levels of consciousness initiation, you're also processing this sort of collective energy of the planet. And we'll get mm. more into that kind of planetary healing business bit. bit. Woo. woo. But um, that's the woo and woo woo. That's that. Yeah, that we're talking big woo there. That's a big woo, big woo. If you want to read about the big woo right now, you, you can head, head on over to the um, the recordings mm. on my website. But um, yeah, so you know, having integrity and looking for for integrity. Oh, so I was like, okay. And How I, did you end up in New York? Well, that's like, well, that was just, I came, I, <laughs> that, that's Never like another, mind. yeah, that one's going <laughs> to take me off the tangent too much, but we will, we will discuss okay. that because I think I was pretty much sent there on a mission, right? Uh, yeah. I think okay. I was okay. energetically um, kind of positioned there, but we'll, yeah. we'll talk about that one in, in okay. a little bit, but but uh, the but the, the but doing the podcast. So as I've been doing this work, a lot of it I've been, even though um, you know I do this very high quality work, and it wasn't like I kind of suddenly got sprung out there into public life mm. with it. And part of me is, like I said, you know, wasn't really sure that I want to live in this identity of some kind of spiritual leader because you also see how these people fall a lot, and mm. you know, there's some pretty been some big um there was that guy James Ray who was on the secret and he um you know he I took people in the in a um what's it called like a sweat lodge and people died in that you know there's people yeah it's like there's some stuff that you kind of like oh my god like mm. the responsibility of having people put you mm. in some kind of place of authority of spiritual authority over them yeah is really you know it's a big deal yeah and I don't actually think that that is what it is because and and I think part of the thing I like about channeling is that the beings pretty much do most of the work I do some readings and do so but most of the work is with when people come to me as a client they work with the circle and I'm just the conduit which means that I still get to live as an as an as a as a human being who's actually learning from them just as yeah. everybody else i'm just maybe a little bit advanced because i hear so much of their stuff all the time yeah. or every client session every conference call that we do mm. i'm getting it and i kind of will synergize it and teach it but i really had this thing like please don't put me on 
some kind of pedestal because I've got access to this these beings yeah. because a lot of the times when people are a little bit lost or whatever, they they want they're looking for that pedestal healer as yeah. well or that, you know, that guru thing. Right, looking for someone to look up to. Someone to look up to and someone to actually assign the, resp- like be like, <laughs> here, you make me mm. whole. Like yeah. your teachings, yeah. I will follow you. And, you know, and that's where you get into like cult world and, yeah. well, you know, and, and these sort of more manipulative churches and all this kind of sure. stuff. And it's, yeah. you know, so I've had a lot of repulsion about, at, you know, on the one hand, like really wanting to get the, you know, the circles work out, but also being like, God, I kind of don't like, ew. Yeah. <laughs> I really want people to look right. at me that way. Yeah. And then, then I'm expected to live some kind of lifestyle that suits their idea of yeah. what a spiritual being is doing. And I'm yeah. just, I'm not that person. Right. right. A skydive, a drink boundary. Malibu. Yeah. I like to swear still. I, I will behave professionally when we're working together. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be yeah. skydiving, drinking marabou. Yeah, but yeah. and and I would I do my job like right. same thing. Like a lawyer's going to show up and do their job. Yes, right. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> but a doctor's going to show up, do their job. But you know, then a doctor yeah. can go out and you know, yeah, have a couple glasses of the wine with dinner. Yeah, <laughs> be like swiping on Tinder, like you know, like living living a normal life. And yeah, and really, this this spiritual work, quote unquote, is to help people live better lives, right? Individually and collectively. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I felt this sort of thing because the circle had said that so long ago about reaching a lot of people, and then I was like, okay, but I think maybe what's actually happening is a lot of people who come to me have are reaching a lot of people. You know, when I lived in in oh. when I lived in New York and I worked at uh, the Quest Bookstore, it was around the corner from the UN. So I would mm. often have people from diplomats from the UN and things like that come in and have sessions. And yeah. you know, if I can just give them read something and give them one bit of something that shifts their consciousness a little bit and then they take it back to their country or their or whatever their world family. they're affecting, yeah. you know, yeah. it's, it's, that's awesome. Right. You know, I don't have to be like up on stage like, oh, yeah. I mean, the, you know, the comedian me probably thinks that that big energy thing of audience is definitely like fun, yeah. but it's not sort of, and I actually do a lot of my work now primarily over the phone and I have very little physical contact with people mm. for the same reason of having being wary of people's projections onto you. You know, mm. when they see you in person, they want you to look this way mm. or they think you should look this way. They might not actually receive the work as well mm-hmm. if I'm, like, letting down the image of what a spiritual healer should sure. look like. Yeah. So I'm just, you know, even talking as we are on this, I'm, but I think it's important that people understand that because, again, more and more people are going to be developing these abilities. They yeah. already are. Right. You know, at the time, because then the circle, then the circle, when the circle came in and they were like, this is, you know, you can do this. And they, and then they also were like, anybody can do this. Mm. And of course, in my mind, I was like, because at the time, there was only a few sort of big name channelers as yeah. far as I knew. Yeah. 
But then I'm like, oh, my God, it's going to be like the open mics of channeling. Like everybody's going to be opening up. And this yeah. is going to be all these channelers. Like yeah. you've got to wait for your five, minute, five minutes of stage time to channel your bit about cosmic consciousness. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, my life now. Can't I just be special for a minute? No. <laughs> but, but the fact of the matter is there are tons of people like me out there yeah. doing this now. Yeah. And they're all bringing in different pieces. Mm-hmm. And um, and it has broadened a lot, so we have to have like a discussion of how how this can be. Um, but yeah, so what actually happened was that um, what somebody who who uh, one of my clients, and I'm gonna let she's given me permission to talk about this, uh, is wonderful woman Kiki Tyson, and um, she's like Mike Tyson's wife came to me like years ago through a referral, mm-hmm. and. Um, she would have me, I can't remember if it was me or or the circle, we would read uh, her projects mm. that she had kind of on the boil, like for, you know, like entertainment projects. I mean, she's, she's just a wonderful, wonderful, lovely, beautiful lady. And she had different entertainment projects that she'd be looking at. Um, and she'd say the names and and you just feel the energy like, yes, no, meh, meh, yes, yeah. boom. And then I remember clearly that, were, that she was like, okay, there's this one called, you know, called the called the brick. And I just got this like this massive like whoom. I'm like, oh yeah, that one's that one's definitely gonna happen. That's that one's booming. That one's that one's the one to go for out, yeah. out of this slew. Yeah. And uh and then I or me or they or whoever it was who was doing the session with her was like, is there like a director for that or who who else is on board? And she's like, Spike Lee. So it's like, well, <laughs> of course that one's going yeah. that one's gonna happen. Yeah. You know? Like, because he's already got that big energy to make things right. happen. Right. Um and yeah. you know, the project and we were that, into that, yeah. Yeah, and the project was I think was about uh her husband's early life. And stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And then, and I think they have gone on to do more work together. So sometimes yeah. you're reading something and it's, you feel the energy, not just of that particular thing, but also of everything that's going to come afterwards. Mm. So maybe it's just wow. what, what else unfolds between them and, and that sort of thing. So, um, yeah. So Kiki just asked me to make this pod- podcast for her because she's doing a, she's creating a network um or has already created this network of podcasts and I was like yeah this is like cool because I do want to talk about this stuff and also you know there is some format for it to kind of get out there to big bigger audiences because I have like toiled away and done a lot of stuff and I have this massive library of over 500 recordings of the circle and you know I've got certain levels of marketing skills but there is there is something maybe that is you know it is time to let's kind of get out there a little bit more and some yeah. some other intuitive people who who I go to who who I trust had been saying you need to start yeah. doing the podcast thing but I I think that this is happening now and not then because mm-hmm. between now and fifteen years that we have a massive body of work we have a um, we have some very advanced energy skills mm-hmm. that have evolved and I have personally have been through multiple like levels of initiation where I don't, I mean, I think this is super fun to do it, but my younger self would have been much more attached to the outcomes of it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. whereas I really love my life. I live in Hawaii, I skydive, I've got a beautiful circle of friends, um, yeah. you know, family I love, 
like I'm, I'm good. Like when I was doing showbiz, it was all about mm. this is going to make me happy or sure. this is I'm going to get this and yeah. when I get the sitcom and then I'll be powerful and I'll not powerful like, oh, well, I probably did want to like have the power to <laughs> date the hotties, but <laughs> but but, it, but that my dreams could, you know, I could make other people's dreams right. come true. Right. You know, I would have this sort of thing, but I, in the meanwhile, I was going to like starve and, you know, yeah. live off the glass of water and, yeah. and, and sacrifice everything for comedy. And like, it really doesn't work that way. It, it really is, it really, it's kind of frequency first, manifestation second. If you're happy, if you feel, you know, pretty joyful in your life, if you feel, you know, that you're content, then the things that, appear to be a you know uh, a projection of that start to come to you mm-hmm, rather mm-hmm. than the other way around so yeah. that's kind of how it how it's uh why this podcast is kind of happening now um, well and does it have anything to do with um this shift in consciousness totally and totally the and like can you break that down a little bit yeah okay. yeah because also so since you know since the circle like you know boofed into my life yeah. <laughs> kicked the barn doors down and said okay we're Move doing something bitch, different now because I was doing yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like doing comedy and now I'm like what am I supposed to be doing yeah. like oh I've and I've got this you know so these, you just had to surrender when that happened right? I mean like, honestly I was pretty stoked I was like yeah. this is cool like I wow. or, I always had a very like all this energy stuff is cool. Yeah. And this is a big thing for, for people who are going through some kind of energetic awakening mm-hmm. is there's definitely um, some people who have a lot of fear around it. And I know we've That's talked me. about yeah. this, you know, <laughs> that you're like a bit, you know, yeah, being at that scared gateway. Of scared, yeah. of, scared of it. Oh, yeah. 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 And I will say, having been through it, we've talked about this, yeah. what the initiations into the next levels of consciousness is or being to, being able to work with energy, how it's going to push everything up that's within you. Bless you. She's nope, doing, I she, ate it. I ate my it. sneeze. She was so cute. She did a secret <laughs> sneeze and a blankie then. <laughs> Hey guys, so I hope you're finding this really interesting how to navigate the world of psychics and different kinds of practitioners in this cosmic craftery. <laughs> but if you want to learn how to trust yourself and how to start building a trusting relationship to developing your own gifts and what I did uh, when I had my event to really trust this stuff with the circle of light was happening subscribe now and make sure you check out upcoming episode four where we're going to go way more into in depth about that building a personal relationship with your new abilities uh, and if you're ready to hear some circle of light you haven't caught any of their recordings yet make sure you trot on over to circleevolution.com check out what i'm doing over there with the circle of light and and if you want to learn more about what i do go to themarslab.com so much cool stuff going on check it out and we'll see you on the next episode of coming out of the cosmic club